0: What's up, everybody? This is Justin Flinner coming to you live from Northern Virginia with the Justin Flinner Podcast by My Mentor Medicine. In this podcast, I want to focus on a post that I put on Facebook a few days back, and the post said this: The emptiness you feel inside is not actually emptiness. It is a fullness that results from you filling the space with the wrong substance. How can you fill a cup with a pitcher that is empty? Pay attention to the things you do have in your life, not the things you don't have. Where I was coming from when I posted this was in relation to uh, acupuncture, of course. And what I was pointing at was that most practitioners, we look for, all of us, we look for deficiency or excess. You either have too much of something or too little of something that leads to whatever condition or pain that you are suffering from. And we tend to focus on the thing that you have the least of. For example, if you don't have enough yang energy, your body may be feeling a little bit cold, especially in the extremities, cold hands, cold feet. The yang energy is, think of it like the sun. So internally, if that warmth that would be like the sun were to be spreading throughout the interior of your body, you probably wouldn't feel cold in your hands or your feet, unless you were in a very cold environment outside. But that's different. So if your body does not generate enough energy, enough Yang, and is not able to circulate it to those extremities, then you will feel cold there. So this is an example of a deficiency. You don't have enough. Same thing is true for a yin deficiency. Maybe you work yourself to the bone, and you sleep very little, and you start to realize that maybe you have uh, dryness, starting to present itself either on the surface of your skin or internally. Uh, You notice you have sluggish digestion. You start to wake up easily at night. You have uh, more dreams. You have a variety of different things that are keeping you from feeling rested, from feeling calm. Uh, Emotions may come up that may seem somewhat of an extreme to other individuals, to you, but it's just your interpretation or your reaction to what is happening around you. So you get easily upset at somebody doing the smallest thing. This is another example of a deficiency. You don't have enough to ground you. You don't have enough to keep you calm, to keep you rested, to keep you complete at that particular level acupuncturists healers we tend to go towards these areas that we believe are lacking we say oh you have this yin deficiency or this yang deficiency and I'm going to treat that well like I said in my post if the pitcher is empty how can you fill the cup so what makes you think that by putting a needle into somebody or performing some other treatment or test, whether it's a blood test, an x-ray, a CAT scan, any kind of test or examination, what makes you think that your treatment that you provide is going to the proper place, the proper area that needs attention? Maybe we should think about focusing on reducing the excess as opposed to amplifying the deficiency. Because the patient is coming in realizing that they're quote-unquote out of balance and out of balance means there's too much of one thing and not enough of the other the yin deficiency or the yang deficiency can be corrected by allowing the patient to pay attention to those areas that are lacking the acupuncturist cannot go in and say, I'm going to develop more fluids in the body to help increase the amount of Yin. I'm going to go into the body to generate more Yang by putting a needle in a specific point. You may be able to have an effect on the individual, but it is the patient. It is their physical body, their mental body. It is their body that comes into play here that says, okay, it's time to move into action. So your needles don't do anything else other than remind the patient's body that a healing process needs to occur, and then their body takes over. If it were true that your needles would correct a deficiency, then for the entire length of that healing process, say it's two weeks long, your needles would need to be in the patient for that entire period. You are doing nothing other than helping the patient's body to be reminded of something that it has not been doing for some time. So in effect, our needles don't do anything. That's a stunning statement coming from an acupuncturist, but that's the reality. Our needles don't do anything. They remind the patient's body that something needs to take place when the patient themselves either hasn't been doing it or something has affected it from actually doing it, say a virus or a bacteria comes in. Uh, so when we are treating the individual, we need to remember that maybe it's not the deficiency we need to take care of, maybe it is the excess. When patients leave, they usually feel what? They usually feel relaxed, they usually feel calm. Why? Because. The opposite of the deficiency, if somebody doesn't have enough of something, they have too much of another thing. So by us reducing the thing that is in excess, we are allowing the patient to come back into a state of balance where they ultimately wish to be. So focus, try this for a week or two, all of you healers out there, no matter what your profession or modality is, try this for a week or two, and examine the areas where there is too much of something. Maybe it's too much exercise, maybe it's too much food, maybe it's too much dieting, maybe it's too much work, maybe it's too much, uh, too much of something that is keeping them from having time with their own family. The patient knows, every person knows the things that they should be doing for themselves, but it is the decisions that prevent them, that they make, the decisions they make that prevent them from getting there. For example, the, the example I always use, is diet. You tell the patient that, hey, you probably shouldn't eat these foods because it is leading you to gaining all of this weight. If you tell them to go to the grocery store, they should eat more salads. They should eat more of such and such These healthy foods, whatever you deem as being a healthy food. The patient knows that. You can ask anyone on the street, say, what is an example of a healthy food? And they will tell you. So our patients are not idiots. It's just that they are doing something that is bringing them away from the path that they should be walking on, bringing them away from the decisions that ultimately keep them balanced or in a healthy state. Our responsibility is not to call the patient an idiot. Our responsibility is to help control the things that are now out of control. The fact that they don't have control over that is because they're not paying attention to it. The fact that they are now an angry SOB and are now affecting the other people in their life. And because they're angry, they're not paying attention to how they're walking. They end up slipping down the stairs and the process or falling and rolling down the stairs and smacking their head off the wall. And now they have this big bruise. Uh, they banged up their shoulder or their elbow, and now they come in with joint pain, or they're in a car crash because they've been so upset or something is going on, mostly due to the fact that there isn't excess. So as healers, we can only try to bring the person back to a neutral, uh, a neutral state, a place between yin and yang, this balanced state that says, Let me remind you, let me remind your body that this is where you ultimately need to be. Try not to veer away from this too much. It is okay to go a little bit in one direction, but remember you have to balance that by going in the other direction. So too much Yang is not good, too much Yin is also not good. So wherever the excess is, focus on that. Allow the patient to experience what that feels like without the excess, and then allow them to remember the things that they are not doing. So help them to reflect on the past and say the last time that you were not feeling this way, what were you doing? When was the last time you felt way better than you do right now? Tell me how your life was, explain that to me. Those things that you haven't been doing, can you put them back into your life right now? Maybe one at a time. You did them so well before, but now you're not. It's irrelevant as to the process of how you got to where you are right now let's just make sure you don't get there again so don't focus on the past don't focus on the future let's just focus on right now focus on the excess that is in front of you, the too much, the thing that is leading to the inflammation, the pain, the stuckness, the too much, and the accumulation in that shoulder from the person falling down. Focus on that, reduce it, and then allow things to flow naturally as they should. So stop focusing so much on the areas that people might be lacking in. The same thing is true as individuals. If you tell someone they're not enough, How do you think they feel if you tell them they're not good enough? You tell them their grades are not high enough. You tell them that their skill is not as high as others. You start comparing them. You start judging them. Does that really help them to heal? What about the times where the child is doing too much and you have to step in and say, you know what? It's time to relax. It's time to take a break. I'm not saying that we should always be putting a ton of effort in and push ourselves to an excess state. But what I'm pointing at is don't focus on where people in your opinion are lacking, help them when they need help. If they have too much of something going on, it is ultimately leading to that lacking or that deficiency. So focus on the part where they have too much. And see if you can remove some of that excess so that the things that they can do, things that they want to do, the things that they should do, are now being treated properly. So this is just something to think about. It came into my mind uh, as I've been uh, moving in and out of the school at at the clinic, watching students treat, moving in and out of my clinic, treating patients there, teaching classes, and just pondering things the last few days. I think this is a really important area to focus on as a healer. And all of you acupuncturists out there, I highly urge you to, because you know the terminology I'm speaking of, focus more on the excess. Look for the excess and then guide the patient through the deficiency. I think you'll find that you will have a lot more positive results in terms of what it is that you're doing for your patients. So that's my note for today. Hopefully it makes sense. Hopefully uh, hopefully you see some good results. I have a feeling you will. And if we are all patients, we are all patients of somebody. So as a patient, I know that I would like someone to help me with that so that I can get back to learning about the things that I should be doing in my life and put them back into practice. I hope you all have a wonderful weekend. And don't forget to turn your clocks back uh even though i may not get this out in time before the clocks are actually changed but at least you'll have an extra hour's sleep and you'll be able to listen to this then so have a great weekend have a great week whenever you listen to this and i will talk to you again soon this is the justin Flinter podcast coming to you live from northern virginia by my mature medicine thanks for listening guys talk to you next time This podcast is brought to you by MyMetroMedicine, an organization that is dedicated to helping people improve their lives by learning to empower themselves and take control of their own life. Any form of reproduction or distribution of this podcast is strictly prohibited. Should you have any questions on using this podcast or information that is contained within this podcast, please write to info at